Hey, it's your girl, Kira the Healer, and you are tuned into Mystic Mommy Podcast. First and foremost, I want to thank you for listening to this episode. Um, I just feel like I always have to say that every episode because if it wasn't for y'all, I would not be doing that. Um, with that being said, if you want to connect with me on a one-to-one level, I do have a Patreon, and that's patreon.com slash the Healer. It will be getting a revamp for 2024. As my practices have changed, I went from doing just Reiki to now doing a lot of spiritual court readings and working with other goddesses and gods out there who um, <clears throat> who want to learn how to work with goddesses and gods. <laughs> so... Um, there will be a shift in the Patreon, but it's just going to be more beneficial to you. So you can check that out, patreon.com slash care the healer, um, where I will be doing more so of how to teach you how to work with deities, teaching you how to work with other spirits, teaching you how to manage um, being a human being and being a god or a goddess in that little vessel. Um because it has taken me such a long time to learn how to do it, but I'm extremely grateful for it and grateful for the opportunity and the gifts that I have. But um, with this episode, um, oh, wait, before we do that, of course, Spiritual Hygiene Products on Etsy, and that's um, Jaguar Lotus Botanica on Etsy. I also have a um, TikTok, and that's uh, Kira the Healer on TikTok, or Instagram, jaguar.lotus.healingstudio. But with that being said, we are going to go ahead and move into this and move into this episode because I see divine feminine energy everywhere. But okay, I want to I want to ultimately cover goddess work, connecting to your divine feminine energy, connecting to your your divinity, connecting into who you are, the balance of the two, the divine masculine and the divine feminine, but also when you are operating in the divine feminine and the dark divine feminine, how you can use it for your benefit, how you can work with spirits, okay, um, for your benefit. These spirits are here for a reason. These spirits want to help you and assist you, but it's a matter of, well, how do I know how to do this? Where do I go? What it, you know, it's just so many different things. So we're gonna, first we're going to talk about divine feminine energy, okay? Or dark divine feminine energy and goddess work, okay? Because along my journey, and I don't like to talk about myself too much because I I want people to also to be able to relate to something. So maybe that's why I kind of bring up myself in these topics, but. I have operated in the masculine for a very long time. Um, growing up, people would joke around and call me the little brother because I was very masculine. There was a point in time I was, you know, a tomboy. So I would dress basketball shorts, sweatpants and shirts and whatever the case is. Um, I'm very feminine now. I love, you know, looking like a girl, smelling like a girl. But there was a, a point in time where I operated in the masculine. And that's because it was what you see is what you are taught. My mother was a very masculine woman, um, very much warrior energy. She was in the military. And not only that, she was a single parent of five fucking kids. I, I was raised in the house with three of my, with two of my sisters, two of my siblings. And I watched my mom be extremely masculine, even in relationships. I remember my mom doing everything. She paid the bills. She went to work. She fed us. She cooked. She cleaned. She did everything um, that she, you know, she was able to do within her power, right? Um, and from the outside in, it was definitely very unfair. You know, I do have to say that was one thing I give my mom a lot of respect for. 
was the fact that she took care of three kids and it was I'm pretty sure very extremely very fucking difficult um I'm sorry so there's a gap from when I was recording and now me so if I just seem a little bit off topic I'm getting back into it okay all right so women who tend to do a lot like like I was explaining before, my mother was a single mother. She raised three kids. I was not, you know, even though I went through a lot of trauma, what I can't say is from the outside looking in, like, damn, like, a bitch did raise like, raise, like, three kids and went through all this other shit. Shit like that puts you in the masculine. Um, me also being, like, a single mother, beside being, like, a tomboy or whatever the case is, um, Geminis are also very masculine, you know, energies. So, um me like being a single mother and stuff like that and raising my child i always had to worry about like fending for myself and taking care of my child or whatever the case is you know i had to be like a fucking wolf I had to be a wolf to raise my child um because this world is very cruel it's very difficult it's very hard um so that will make you operate in the masculine that will make you feel you know like you the mama and you the daddy like because <laughs> that's just what it is when you don't have that support. So it's very difficult to heal and connect with the yin part of your body. Doesn't mean that it's not there. Doesn't mean that it doesn't exist. It just means that you suppressed it and you don't know what it feels like, okay? Um, operating in your femininity does not make you want to work twice as hard as the next man or compete with the man or even just have competition because you just know who you are at the end of the day. Living in a masculine, okay, as a, you know, a feminine presenting woman is very unhealthy. There are, you know, masculine presenting women where that's just their energy. That's just, they harbor that kind of energy and that works for them. It doesn't necessarily mean it's a bad thing, but if you are a masculine, or I'm sorry, a feminine presenting woman, if you are, you know, um, wanting to connect with your divine feminine energy, your dark divine feminine energy, you cannot be masculine. You cannot be overly masculine. There's always going to be a balance, right? Because being masculine, you know, is not a bad thing. Masculine energy is very hot. It's fast. It's very fast moving. Um, <clears throat> it's very go-getter. It's get things done. While the feminine is like the moon, okay? The masculine is like the sun. Those are two energies, but together they work, you know, they work better together. But when you are connected into your divine feminine energy, when you're harboring and working with your divine feminine energy, it connects you to source as well. So naturally we are masculine and feminine, and then we are all connected to source. Divine feminine energy is your streamlines, your energy from your goddesses, your, you know, I'm going to talk more also about your earth goddess as well, or your earth deity, um, which everyone pretty much has one. And mine's helped me along my healing journey, especially becoming, or my mine is multiple, um, into becoming a more feminine energy, um, being more connected to source, being more connected into my life path and things that I was supposed to be doing, Okay. There's also this book that was one of the best recommendations and reads that I've had. I actually sat down and me and one person did like the, um, there's like gates or initiations 
and journal prompts and, and you know, works that you can do. I'm just trying to find it um, because it's one of the most amazing, like, books ever. Um, let me see. It is called... Sorry. I'm, I'm here, y'all. I'm just trying to pull it up because when I talk about how amazing this book is, this book was life-changing, okay? Life-changing. Um, Goddess Reclaimed, okay? Goddess Reclaimed by, I'm pulling the book up now. Seema Karal, okay? And it's 13 initiations to unleash your sacred feminine power, operating in your femininity, okay? Learning how to be comfortable with your sexuality, your sensuality. Um, one thing I would say, I was always very alternative in my appearance. Um, I, was, I used to be made fun of a lot. Um, even like with my family members, I was too big. I was too small. I was too fat. I was too skinny. I was this, I was that, or whatever the case is. I was a very insecure person. I was not only very and deeply insecure. Um, I did not love myself. I didn't love myself because the people around me didn't love me or show me that they love me or show me how to love and appreciate myself because they ultimately didn't love and appreciate and show themselves that kind of respect. Um, not just that the people around me or relationships that i had um people were they themselves were also very insecure um and because i was willing to pour into people um people would take advantage of that and they and i would also have to settle for less than whatever you know it was always that it was always something with somebody and ultimately i had to learn right? You cannot force people to do something. I cannot force somebody to love me. I cannot force my family to love and care about me. Um, I cannot force my partners to love and care about me. But the only thing that I know that I did have control over was the ability to love myself, heal myself. But I can't force other people to love and heal. Even if I might have all the fucking answers in the world, it does not mean that whatever it is that I want or I know is right is what other people are going to, you know, listen, they're not going to follow suit just because I might be right about something. It doesn't mean they're going to follow suit. It doesn't mean that they're ready for the healing. But ultimately, that's why I knew I had to like isolate myself. I had to cut other people off. I had to, in order for me to advance, in order for me to heal, in order for me to love myself the way that I deserve to be loved, I had to disconnect. Okay. Um, and within these past few years, working with my earth goddesses and working with deities and doing my ancestor work has allowed me to love myself inside and out, love the skin that I'm in, love everything about myself, love that I'm a creator, love the fact that I am alternative, love the fact that I'm different um, inside and out. But that's something that it took me a very long time to be able to do that. Um, there was times where I would look in the mirror and I would look at myself and I don't even know who that person was that was looking back at me. I didn't know who it was that I was connecting with or talking to, but it didn't feel like me. It felt like there was another spirit in this vessel and it wasn't mine. Um, or it wasn't mine, but 
ultimately healing led me out of that dark, dark, dark tunnel and allowed me to connect with my divine, my divine feminine energy, my divine power. You know, that's not something that people understand. That's not something that's easy. It's very terrifying, very scary. Um, nonetheless, it was something that I needed to do to transform. Um, but honestly, operating in your divine feminine feminine energy, I even found myself being able to be in sync and in tune and connection with my physical body. I, there was times where I wasn't even in connection with my physical body, where my moon cycles were off. I was super hormonal, skin breaking out, hair, you know, falling out or thinning. Um, I was like extremely overweight at one point. And um, I don't even want to say overweight, but I would say disproportionate. Like I looked super bloated. I looked pregnant because I was so big, because I was so out of touch with my body. I was out of touch with my femininity. I was out of touch with me and period, like just period. I didn't have any connection or sense of self because I just disliked the person that was looking back in the mirror. I disliked who I was as a person. I disliked the things that I was putting up with in my relationships, at my job, my friendships, my family. I was just kind of like, I know who I am deep down inside, but because I was so insecure and I felt small and everybody around me was making me feel small, um, I just kind of like curled up into a little ball and just kind of surrendered. Um, I'm a very outgoing person, very opinionated person. I can be judgmental, but in a way where I'm receiving everything you said and I'm going to give it back to you, whether you like it or not, whether it's good or bad, like I'm going to tell you about yourself, but I'm also going to do it from a place with love and a place with responsibility, knowing that um, words can be hurtful. So I don't just go out and say something super horrible, but I say something that's going to be the truth. I'm not going to sugarcoat shit for you. I know that I am, like I said, very alternative in my out my outward appearance. I like different things. I'm very artsy, you know, so I knew all those things that I was and at one point that I was, but I had been so fucking disconnected from myself that I couldn't even like connect with that part of me because I had lost myself so much. I was so out of connection with my divine, my, you know, divinity, my, my feminine energy, my feminine power, um, especially as somebody who's extremely sexual, you know, sexually liberated. Um, I am so comfortable with my sex and my, with sex and sexuality and talking about it and living it. And, you know, I love, you know, let my freak flag fly, like fly. I've always been that person. Like I've always never let nobody hold me down. I've always been like that. But then I just started to lose myself when I started surrounding myself with people who were not comfortable with that with people who were critical or judgmental or harsh on themselves. And then everything that they would say to me and criticizing and judging me, instead of me throwing it back to them, I was actually just kind of like allowing that shit to pile up. And I do feel like my spirits and my ancestors and 
they put me through that. They allowed me to experience that. They put me through that because they were just kind of like, you can't teach other people how to heal themselves. You can't teach other people how to better themselves, how to love themselves if you don't do that yourself. You know, practice what you preach. And as much as I might sit here and hold a mic and say all these amazing, beautiful things, it doesn't mean shit if I'm not practicing it because then I'm a fucking hypocrite. One thing I do not like is a fucking hypocrite, okay? Like... <laughs> Sorry, I'm getting comfortable. I got to sit. When I sit in the chair, I got to sit Indian style. I sit like a little pretzel, a little mini pretzel. So I'm trying to get comfortable. But yeah, one thing I'm very big on is like hypocrisy. Like just practice what you preach. If you are saying A, B, and C, then it's A, B, and C. It's not A, B, C, D, E, F, G. It's like, you know, stand on what you believe in. Not everybody, and that's the thing, not everybody's going to agree with you. Not everybody is going to like you. And that's something I had to learn the hard way is that not everybody going to agree with you. Not everybody going to listen to you. Not everybody. You're not going to be everybody's cup of tea. And that is okay. You have to understand and you have to be accepting of yourself in order for you to own your power. In order for you to have your divine feminine power, you have to be okay with that. Like you cannot people please, you cannot bend and shape and fold and do all these things for other people, okay? Because they are uncomfortable. They are uncomfortable because you speak your mind because who you are and you stay true to yourself. And that's just what it is. You have to be comfortable with that. Not everybody is going to like that. And that's okay. I've always been very rebellious and, you know, and that's the thing with Gemini's, we have a thirst for knowledge. My moon in Vedic astrology is Sagittarius. So I am a philosopher and the Gemini makes me a student. I'm always learning and I'm always forever preaching because I feel like some of the stuff that I have to say, it can hit people on a deeper level, vice versa. I have people who said shit to me that hit me on a deeper level, and I thank them for that. I thank them for their knowledge. I thank them for teaching me. I th you know, I love learning something new. But what I'm trying to get at, what I'm trying to say is in order for you to own your power, to walk in your power, to be a divine feminine energy, you know, living in that vibration and that frequency is understanding that you ain't going to be everybody's cup of tea. And for you to just shut the fuck up and not say anything because you want to make people comfortable, it's going to make you uncomfortable. And that's something that I just had to end up being okay with. And I'm like, that's fine. We don't have to agree with each other. We ain't got to be fucking friends. We ain't got to fucking hopscotch and hold each other's hand and fucking skip off into the fucking sunset. We don't have to do that shit. We don't. We could just say what we got to say. You feel the way you feel. I feel the way I feel. And then walk away. That's just it. But people get so caught on the fact that they want people to like them. They want to people please. They want people to accept them. And people are not. You could be absolutely an amazing fucking person. But somebody who's insecure and upset with themselves and want to make you feel small, they're going to project that. And they're going to make you, you know, tiny. You're going to be folding up like a little fucking armadillo because they are uncomfortable with them. So first step or first one of the most important steps in holding your divine feminine power is being confident in it and understanding and being okay with it and staying true to yourself or well, that's multiple steps but being but being true to yourself is very important okay you cannot people please it there's no way that this is going to work if you people please um or if you're not comfortable with who you are okay you have to be comfortable with who you are you have to stay true to yourself the good the bad and ugly as somebody who has suffered from a lot of trauma sexual trauma physical you know um physical abuse 
Um, I've had, you know, sexual abuse and trauma from relationships, from strangers, from family members. I've had a lot of fucking, you know, trauma from many different areas in my life. And one thing I can say is I went from being a victim to being somebody that I'm just not going to allow shit like that to slide or happen in my life again. Okay. And that's because I had to learn to be strong and independent and comfortable and feminine with who I am. Okay. Feminine. When people think of femininity, they think of frailness. When people think of of healing and like being a healer and stuff, everyone thinks of like somebody petite and small and healing it. No. Okay. Baba Yaga is a goddess. And Baba Yaga is the kind of goddess that you don't go disturb until once a year in the woods because she liked to be left the fuck alone. But she's a, a beautiful teacher. She's an amazing healer. And she loves deep, deeply for the children that she has, okay? For those who she watches over. Very crone energy. Divine feminine energy comes in three phases. The maiden, the mother, and the crone. Okay, so Baba Yaga is very much crone energy. Your goddesses that you walk with are going to come, typically your earth goddesses come in three forms, right? The maiden, mother, and a crone. You might have some that are all just triple goddesses. You might just have three goddesses um, who are your earth goddesses that help you within those forms. But yeah. But yeah. So the point that I'm trying to get at is People think when they see goddesses or when they talk about divine feminine energy, divine feminine power, femininity, people think of like weak. They think of little girls. They think of, you know, st like staying at home, stay at home moms and stuff or whatever the case is, motherhood. And that's not being a divine feminine, you know, being, not having a divine feminine presence. That's not it. Being a divine feminine energy in this world um, is being comfortable with who, with who you are and what you are capable of doing. Knowing that like the answer is not shutting the fuck up. The answer is speaking your mind, doing things for yourself, doing things on your own. Being comfortable with who you are in, inside and out. And the way that I found myself being able to get to that, because I couldn't do it alone, but I also didn't have very good people around me who were, I didn't have people around me who was one on the same spiritual level as me. There's probably like, you know, a few other practitioners that I knew, but I didn't have like people or support system around me who was doing the same shit that I was doing. I didn't have anybody who was, you know, constructing altars and, you know, letting spirits mount them or doing you know spell work i was doing spell work for a really long time but i didn't really understand the full basis of it like i do now i didn't understand a lot of it i didn't understand alchemy now i have a better understanding and actually a deeper respect for it um because i was just running around willy-nilly just doing shit and now it's just kind of like you know a lot of the shit that i do is healing and cleansing and protection work because I have such a deep respect for it. I don't just go around summoning things and talking to shit because I can. Um, <clears throat> and that's something that comes with time. But me being able to do the work that I was doing, I found that it was easier and it was more, um, not easy, well, yeah, I guess I would say easier, but it was more 
it made more sense that I was able to work with spirits. The spirits are really what helped me push me over the edge, gave me the knowledge, gave me the confidence um, in being able to do the healing work so that I can tap in and hone my feminine power. And that's the thing. A lot of people, when they think about femininity, there's not just one way that femininity looks. Because like I said, you have so many phases of being a woman um, that are displayed in our goddesses, that are you know displayed in our spirits, that are displayed within ourselves. And you just have to understand that femininity is going to be different for everybody. Okay. Femininity, like I say, you have your crones, um, which are very old, which are very wise, our nanaburukus, our Baba Yagas, our um, forms of Hakate, our forms of Kalima. Um, Kalima is very much a mother, though. I would definitely say she's much more of a mother maternal energy. Um, well, she was one of the first spirits that came to me when I was very young. I would dream of Durga, would dream of a lion coming all the time to me. Um, but I've also had Kali come to me in times of despair and times where I just felt completely disconnected from my body. And she's granted me deep healing and deep understanding. But the point that I'm trying to get at is femininity is powerful. Because when you look at beautiful spirits like Kali, when you look at beautiful spirits like... Um, Oh, another form of a crone spirit will be Mitekwatika. And Mitekwatika is a very powerful spirit. Femininity, and that's the thing, femininity is not just going to look like one way. It's going to be very wise. It's also going to be you being very curious when you're in that maiden form, like the Kuan Yin um, energy or aspect that you might have. Um, very curious, very loving, very forgiving, very understanding. Um, even, you know, forms of Ishel will be very loving, being very, um, being very lighthearted, being very understanding, experimental. Um, and people don't see that because when you talk about divine feminine energy, or even if you look it up, what does divine feminine, en feminine energy look like? And you see a bunch of, you know, petite looking, earthy looking girls smoking weed and dancing and, you know, and, and that's not, that's not just it. It's more than that. It's learning, it's loving, but most importantly, staying true to yourself and being comfortable with who you are. And whatever femininity looks like. Femininity is not, it's not shutting the fuck up and going in the kitchen and cooking. It's literally you learning, you loving, you developing, you honoring your physical mind, body, and spirit, honoring it and giving so much love and appreciation and thanks to you because that's just who you are. Working with spirits now is one of those things where it's a little tricky. Um, I knew I knew I had a gift with connecting with spirits. Something in me, it was the way that spirits would come through to me, whether it was the good, bad, or the ugly spirits. I knew something in me was telling me this is a gift, okay? So even though any spirit could come through and tell me I want to work with this person, this is what I want, or whatever the case is, blah, 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 I knew that was a gift, okay? Doesn't mean that I work with all those spirits that come through, but... It's definitely a gift. 
I am very grateful for that gift. But the reason why I'm saying it's a little tricky is because when you first get into that healing journey and you start working with spirits, there is kind of like a trial period because they will test you to see if you're ready. And I feel like I talk about that all the time, about them testing you to see if you're ready. They will kind of give you a hazing period, kind of let you get hit, kind of let you, you know, whether it's getting hit by witchcraft or, you know, you looking in the mirror, like for me, was really looking in the mirror and being completely detached from my physical body. I had gained so much weight. My face was swollen. I was having all these mysterious health issues or whatever the case is. And I just felt so disconnected from that physical body. I was just like, I don't even know who that person is anymore. But when my spirits came in, it was definitely Callie. And Callie, when she first came in, was very fierce, very powerful. And her and I also had a water spirit who came in as well to heal the relationship, the abandonment issues that I had from my parents. Um, They helped with healing that. They also helped me with healing my physical body, helping me learn to love myself. I had another earth goddess. I had an earth goddess that came in that helped me with controlling myself, learning medicine, um, learning about herbs and flowers, learning about working with the moon cycles and how I'm connected to the moon, healing my womb, a lot of womb healing because it was so damaged from the physical abuse that I had went through in relationships. Also being a single mother at 17 um, with ultimately no support and feeling deeply embedded in shame for having a child was something that it took me a lot to be able to heal on my own. But ultimately I was able to do that with my goddesses coming to me in dreams and talking to me, telling me to do certain spell work, telling me to work under certain moon cycles. It was very exhausting, it was very tiring, but It helped a whole fucking lot. I'm going to tell you that. (laughs) So with goddess work, right? When you find out, so every, every person on this planet, every little being, every little, because ultimately we are star seeds. And once we are beamed from our little planet, you know, our little star, our little dwarf, you know, moon or wherever we, wherever we are beamed from, right? We sign a contract and when we come, we're not alone. And everybody thinks I'm going to, I'm not talking about the twin flame stuff because don't get me started on that. But what I am talking about is your mission and your spirits. Your spirits are here from the beginning to the end and they watch you. They show you signs when you're sleeping, when you were a kid, they might come to you with certain things, you know, and they'll be around you for so many years until they actually start coming out when you're ready to do the work. And for me, it took my spirits a while for them to come out, but, ooh, excuse me, I just had to yawn. But when they did come out, it was one of those things where it felt life-changing, um, especially when they would like mount me, they would come to me in my sleep, it was very, very, yeah, life-changing. But everyone has earth deities that walk with them. You can have multiple, um, but women ultimately, when we first start out, they usually come out in the triple goddess phase. So you can have one earth goddess that'll walk with you, 
um, that will give you, um, and you can, if you are looking for resources or looking for books, because when I, it was, and that's the thing, I like that I have a platform to be able to speak to this about because one, I'm a woman of color. The books that I read were all based off of white women, and that doesn't mean anything, but it does give you a better perspective when you are a woman of color and you're trying to connect, especially when some of the spirits that come to you are not anything that you could look up in a book, okay? Um, so I really like that I'm able to speak to people about these kind of things because one of your earth goddesses could be like Mitecuatica or Ishel, and you have no idea who they are when they're first coming out. You can ultimately see them. And then, so for um, for me, when one of my spirits started coming out, she would send a lot of rabbits and rabbits are a sign of fertility and she wanted me to heal my womb. She was letting me know she's there. So I would feed the rabbits. They started coming up to me and I would feed them like carrots and apples and strawberry. I would feed them and they would just come to me. And I didn't really know what was going on. And then I started seeing her in my mind's eye. She started coming in my dreams. She would just pop up all the time. And I just knew I had a connection with her. I, I knew she was around me. Um, but you can't look her up in a book and find out information or details or a lot of information on her. It's kind of like almost non-existent. But over time, she would tell me things um, that I needed answers to, right? Um, the point that I'm trying to get at with this is I just give you a different perspective. There was a book that I read, Essential, um, Essential Energy Healing by Diane Steen. Or I'm sorry, that's one of my favorite books, yes, but no. She actually wrote, wrote Women Are Healers. And that book, she talks about earth goddesses. And I believe, I wanted to say hers was Frigg or Freya. And I don't believe it was them um, or her. And um, I, it might have been the Morrigan or Bridget. I cannot remember. But she talks about it. Sometimes they make you temperamental. That's the thing. They can make you temperamental. They can make you crave certain things like, you know, sweets. And she would leave sweets and offerings on her um, on her altar for, I think it was Bridget, if I'm not mistaken. Um, she talks about that. There was another book called Code, I think it was called Code Red um, by Lisa Lister. And she talks about how very similar things that I went through with reproductive issues. Um, she would like bleed so heavy. She felt extremely sick and bloated and she went through all these things and it was, um, it was like a lot. So I really connected to that book, but she talks about her connection to Kalima and how Kalima helped her heal, um, heal her womb issues and her mother issues and all this other stuff. So it was definitely a good read because it helped me understand what was going on. Because when these spirits were coming to me, ultimately, I'm like, I have no idea what's going on. Um, I have no idea why these beings are coming to me. Maybe they want to work with somebody else or whatever the case is. Even when Santissima first came um, to me, I thought she came for somebody else. But Santissima is a mother to everybody. So she's just one of them goddesses where she just wants everybody to love appreciate and devote themselves to her and she's going to return the favor in tenfold um so she was ultimately coming around for me as well she was ultimately coming around for one of the people that i you know was healing or cleansing at the time but the point that i'm trying to get at is it took a lot of knowledge and studying for me to understand divine you know divine femininity and divine work and goddess work and how you know these goddesses will come to you but that book um 
Goddess Reclaimed really helps you with understanding them. It gives you a little bit more details about their kind of herbs, about, you know, different kind of stuff, their numbers, their days. It gives you like so much more details um, and understanding and about these goddesses and their purpose and why they're in your life. And usually when they come into your life, they don't really leave. So I've only had several come in and help me. And I feel like those were because they were ancestor spirits to like the person that I needed to heal. Like for example, my mother, the water spirit that came in helped me heal the mother issues that I had, the abandonment issues that I had. And then she went to my son and it was the same thing, helped with, you know, healing any of the issues that me and him had because I was a 17 year old parent. Um, I tried my best, but I did not understand. There was no handbook. There was no nothing. And we had a lot of I had a lot of miscommunication and, and not understanding and, you know, frustration and trying to be a parent, but not knowing what that looked like. Um, and he was just hyperactive and he just had a lot of energy and it was very difficult for me to work a job, take care of a kid and whatever the case is. And ultimately, um, the person who got me pregnant, I definitely resented him a lot for leaving me alone in this situation. But over time, I ended up healing that and I wanted my son to heal so that I was not traumatizing him. I wanted to heal myself so that I'm not traumatizing my son. But let me get some water. Sorry. <laughs> but that goddess went and worked with him and she left. Um, very rarely will they come in, they'll do the work and they'll leave. They're usually around and sometimes they might go dormant for a while. I do have spirits that don't come out that often, but when they come out, I'm like, oh shit, we got some work to do. Um, so that's typically how it goes. Um, that's typically how it goes. And I'm good with that because I have so many spirits in this house anyway. It's just like a lot to keep up with them. But working with goddesses is ultimately the way I was able to tap into that divine. Because ultimately you are a goddess and they just want you to remember that. They want to remind you what kind of goddess you are, who you are, like just remembering the being that you are. Okay. That's, that's why it's so important to do divine, you know, to do, um, goddess work, to do connections with your goddesses, to do rituals with your goddesses, to learn them and love them deeply because they will learn to love you and treat you the way you deserve to be treated. Okay. Um, I'm trying to think like how I'm going to do these next few episodes because I do want to get into it. I do want to talk about more like how you can honor your goddesses, your earth goddesses, how you work with them, how you walk with them. Um, yeah, just goddess work in general. I just want to talk more about it. I don't want it to be just kind of like me going on and you don't get anything from this. So this episode is kind of like an introductory. And then after that, I'm going to get more into how you honor your goddesses, what you can do to connect with them. I do court readings. So if you are unsure or unfamiliar with what goddess you should be working with, what god or deities are in your court, you can definitely reach out to me. Um, but I do want this to be something where you learn how to work with your goddess and how you could tap into your divine feminine power because it's yours. It's there for you to have, right? Um, but with that being said, I hope you guys appreciate this episode. You will definitely hear from me soon so that I can just follow up and give y'all a little bit more detail on how to work with the goddesses. But at least now you know why you should be doing the work, okay? Because ultimately it's for healing. It's for healing yourself, for learning to love yourself 
to learn to be unapologetic, to understand the power that you have and the gifts that you have. So yeah, with that being said, I love y'all and I'm going to talk to y'all soon.